Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to Anita Marks. NFL executive came out and said that the Jets are, quote unquote, have sold their soul. For Aaron Rodgers and they are intoxicated with the idea of getting Aaron Rodgers listen when somebody when somebody uses the word intoxicated if you are intoxicated by somebody in your in, in life leads to bad decisions Jets fans are you out there going you know what give them the one we need Aaron Rodgers this is what the season is about give him the one he's worth it are you kidding but you're giving up a one for a quarterback who's nearing 40 is going to be playing now behind a subpar offensive line and chances are you're only going to get him for one year. The Green Bay Packers hold all the cards. They have all the leverage now. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Black sun, come? All right, I know this guy. Anita Marks with you on this Saturday afternoon and one more hour. Um, we got Rob Dibble, who's going to be joining us. Uh, we'll dive into, into some Yankees talk again. News today. Aaron Boone spoke to the media. Severino on the shelf with an eye on the eye on the IR because of a lat injury had this last year. And uh, we got Harvey and Joe who are producing the show. What you guys said he was on the shelf for two months because of this, 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 this recurring injury, right? Two months. Yeah. Okay, I hear it in your voice, Joe. I hear it. You're like, correct. I mean, it's just, it. you're right. A lot of Yankee fans were trying to convince themselves that this year was going to be the year and the calling card was going to be the rotation. And, I mean, it's been hit over the head this spring training with the Montas injury, whether you liked him or not. In his Yankee tenure with, with with Rodon and now with Severino, it's like, you know, you're counting down the days the opening day, and then you get this bomb dropped on you. Next man up, baby. Next man up. Let's continue with your calls. 800-919-3776. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Craig. Craig, welcome in. You're calling in from Michigan. Yeah, Lansing, Michigan. Uh, good afternoon. I, I like. I like your guys' shows a lot. Always uh, really, really, really good shows. And I, you know, I've been calling sports radio for 25 years, so I, I can appreciate a good producer, a good host. Um, and so you guys got all that going on on almost all Thank the shows, you. if not all of them. So that's why I listen and that's why I call. Um, I, I look at the Jets' biggest mishap here is that they don't have a backup quarterback. Now they let all these other guys slip. Taylor Heineke, Cooper Rush, and people might say, well, why would I want that guy? Okay, well, Cooper Rush – Five and one as a starter. Only team he lost to was the eventual NFC champion. So it would have been nice to have that guy on the bench as a backup, and especially not knowing if Aaron's going to play next year. And then you look at Rodgers, and everybody's enamored with his past accomplishments. Well, if he was the man he was two years ago, he would have won the MVP last year. But instead, he threw 3,600 yards. That's the lowest he's ever thrown as a starting quarterback since he became the starter. Um, 12 interceptions. 
which is more than he's thrown in over 10 years, because he's not as good as he was. Now, that doesn't mean he's bad, but he's just not as good as he was. And so uh, when well, I what, look at the opportunity... Re- really quick, sorry, Craig, re- real quick, and, and don't go anywhere, don't hang up. My producers won't hang up on you either. I, I want to have this conversation. Um, I, I could play devil's advocate here and say, well, Craig, he was playing with a very young, inexperienced wide receiving core that was evident they were running the wrong routes, hence why he was just like, you know what, screw you, I'm not passing the ball to you anymore this game. Uh, which really screwed us if we had that wide receiver in fantasy. Don't get me started. So, um, you know, and I, I think I think a lot of those interceptions were because he was not on the same page with his young, inexperienced wide receivers. But a quarterback will not throw a wide receiver under the bus. They'll just get really frustrated and say, you know what? Uh, I care more about my stats than I do you, so I'm not passing the ball to you anymore, which we saw him do in games, Craig. No, and that's, and that's something that people can point out that I, that's not debatable because it's an absolutely a fair point and, and mm-hmm. the best point. So I agree with that 100%. So it's hard to tell. I mean, I know he lost some off of his wheels. He's not as fast and as elusive as he used to be. Um, but, you know, he, he can still throw the ball. So it's not like I think he's terrible. He's just when people start talking about, well, the two four-time MVP and all these other things, I'm like, we're not talking about getting him into the Hall of Fame. We're talking about he's got to be a starting quarterback on the field for the Jets this year, and he is what he is right now. So that's just not who he was a couple years ago. He's still good. But I was going to say to you, when I look at all these options that they have, could they possibly, could there be a conversation with the 49ers who just signed Sam Darnold for $4.5 million. They got Trey Lance for just under ten, and Brock Purdy for a million. So they got three quarterbacks that they could play on day one for under $15 million. Would the Jets, could they say, hey, Jets, uh, would you be interested in Brock Purdy? Would you be interested in Trey Lance? Because quite frankly, Anita, I think that Sam Darnold, he's not had success, but this is his best opportunity to okay, win. But a, a few, okay, win but a few things, a few things, Craig. No way does this Jets organization bring back Sam Darnold. Not going to well, happen. Not him. Not him. I mean, one of the okay. younger guys. Number, number two, I have no desire to, to have Trey Lance. Trey Lance unbelievable quarterback in regard to athleticism could throw the ball hundred yards. But, um, you know, I had scouts telling me when he was coming out that, you know, doesn't process quickly. Um, doesn't throw wide receivers open. Doesn't have very good accuracy. You know, he wows you. He he's, he wows you in regard to what he can do, how hard he could throw the ball, um, how fast he runs all that, all, all those things. But in regard to what makes a quarterback win in the NFL, he, he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't have he doesn't check those boxes. So take you Trey know, I'm Lance. A 40, out. I'm a I'm a 49ers fan, so I completely understand. I didn't like the trade, so I get that. That's why I'm trying to dump them off on you guys. So. They should have no, okay. They, you know what they should have done? Should have drafted Mac Jones. That's what they should have yeah, done. It, I'll tell you what, and they duped themselves after they had just got done doing the same thing to the Bears who went after a Trubisky guy who had only started 12 games. And then and so they, oh, we did really good. We duped the Bears out of all these picks. Then they turn around and do that to themselves with this Trey Lance hype. Um, but, you know, like I said, back to one more thing. I, I just want to say, don't you think that they blew it as far as not signing a backup? Like, they got no, no backup plan. And they might need one for a few games. You never know. I mean – when the Packers were four and one and they had Brett Hundley on the yeah, bench. But, but, but yeah. here's, but here's the thing. And Craig, thank you for the phone call. And thank you for listening from Michigan. Really do appreciate it. I think their game plan is Zach Wilson to be the backup. I think their game plan is for Zach Wilson to be the backup. Okay. So, um, there's that. 
I think that's why they didn't go out and quote unquote sign a backup. And also, uh, they, they need to use their money wisely in regard to how they're going to facilitate not only Aaron Rodgers, but, you know, the chances are, what if they do get Odell Beckham Jr.? So they feel that they already have a backup quarterback on the roster with Zach Wilson. Why are they going to spend extra money on, on another player? I just don't see it happening. Okay. Um, I, I know more calls are coming in. I promise I will get to your calls. Uh, but when we get back, Rob Dibble is going to jump on board. I, I think, you know, it, it's, uh, we, we need to talk about what's going on with the Yankees. Opening day is right around the corner. Uh, of course, we know Cole will be the starting pitcher on opening day, but Severino was expected to be uh, pitching in game two. Obviously, that's not going to happen now because of his injury. What does this mean for the Yankees? Short-term, long-term, Rob Dibble, former uh, Major League Baseball player, also hosts his own radio show on ESPN in Connecticut. will join us next. We'll talk about the Yankees. Uh, but like I said, Ken, Brian, hang tight. I promise we'll get your calls as well. Right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Uh, Rob Dibble joins us on the show now, a uh, former Major League Baseball player and uh, has his own radio show uh, on ESPN in Connecticut. I'm on quite frequently. It's actually an excellent program. Uh, Dibs, thank you so much for joining us. I really do appreciate it on such late notice. How you doing? How you, uh, first and foremost, how's oh, your brackets? How's your brackets doing, man? You, oh, you in this March Madness I thing? You still shock. alive? Anita, I went shock. I went all number ones in my final uh, four, so I'm done. I'm done. You're... But I was just at a golf show. This I know it's one of your favorite pastimes. Golf is alive and well. There were thousands upon thousands of people buying the latest technology. So uh, people were going bananas, talking UConn basketball and talking golf because they can't wait to get out next week and start golfing. Yeah, tell me about it. Season starts. Our, our golf show starts. Uh, really excited about it. Again, I want to say this is our fourth year on the tee. And uh, we will, our, our, it, it debuts on Sunday, April 2nd, 8 to 9 a.m., getting you ready each and every week for that final round of that tournament. And, uh, and we're launching on the 2nd to get you ready for the Masters, which is coming your way, obviously, on, uh, on April 6th. All right, uh, Dibs, the reason I wanted to get you on the show is because the news today and uh, Booney, he spoke to the media, and unfortunately, uh, Severino now is dealing with a, a lat injury. He had this last season. Kept him on the shelf for about two months. What can you tell us about this injury? 
Well, it's the same injury he had when he was rehabbing surgery. And, you know, it's below your shoulder blade. It's something that, you know, if it's bothering a pitcher, it probably bothered him most of the spring. His statistics kind of back that up with a nine ERA and six home runs. I mean, he didn't, he didn't have great velocity, and he didn't look great. So, um, I, you know, listen, it's not just him. I mean, you throw in Montas, you throw in Rodon, three-fifths of your rotation is now going to be asked to start the season. April, you only really need four starters, but May and June – when things start picking up, you're playing a lot of division games, um, you got to have your best guys out there. So the, the one thing that's going to put pressure on is the bullpen, and you don't want to do that with, the, with any major league team. Um, but I, I just think Severino, uh, like a lot of these guys, you never know as, as aging pitchers get uh, to a certain point if he's going to be healthy ever again. He made 19 starts last year. If you get 20, 25 starts out of him this year, I think they'll be happy. But uh, it, it's the latest blow uh, to the Yankees' rotation. Not good. Yeah, and and, and this was this was a year that they finally addressed the rotation, right? Like like that's been my biggest uh, pet peeve when it comes to Cashman and 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 you and I have had several conversations, right? I just feel like in years past he's just focused on the lineup, focused on the lineup, focused on the lineup, and where I've said, listen, you you need you need two aces, uh, in my opinion in order to win a World Series. And finally, this is the year that they go out, uh, they, they make this rotation better, and then boom, now they're dealing with all these injuries. It's, it's just a bad state of affairs. With that being said, you know, what, what's, what's a bigger concern for you, this rotation or the lineup? You know, after like six, I, I think we've got some question marks there, and also really don't know what they're going to do with the shortstop position, right? Exactly. We don't know if it's going to be Volpe or Peraza or uh, anybody. I mean, it, here's the problem. The Yankees are, are the type of organization where years ago they traded a lot of their minor league guys to try to win championships. Then they traded older players to bring in minor league guys uh, to redo their system, and they covet them because they, you know, Cashman and his analytics people want to look like they're smarter than everybody else and they have like 30 or 40 analytics people. Listen, a ball player is a ball player. If Volpe's good enough to play in the big leagues next year or the year after, he's good enough to play this year. Peraza, if he's good enough to play in the big leagues two years from now, he's good enough to play right now. I, I, I don't understand, you know, when people say, well, is this age, is this, is that. Um, age has nothing to do with it. If he's got baseball 101, if the guy can hit 95 mile an hour or breaking stuff, he can play in the major league. Most teams take guys right out of double-A. They don't even wait till triple-A anymore. So, you know, if, if the guy can play, he can play. And it's not about spring training because you're facing a lot of garbage pitching in spring training. Guys can hit 350, 450, look like uh, spring training heroes and not play well in the major leagues. So I, I think that they've got enough in their scouting, uh, their scouting and development people. They know who the shortstop should be. They know who the second baseman should be. They know if Aaron Hicks should ever play or start again in the big leagues. I mean, you know, those questions should already be answered. So to have those question marks going into the season, um, I, I, I think if you have to question whether they're long-term players or guys like a Claver Torres that has a couple of good years. Um, okay, so so bigger picture here, knowing, having so many question marks with, with, with the Yankees, okay? Uh, but looking at their division, to me, it's the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, I, I think they are at the top of the division, even even before all these injuries and, and whatnot. 
I felt that they are the team to beat. In, in, looking, in looking at the American League East, how do you see this division playing out? Well, I see the Yankees right there, but you're right. I mean, I, I think Tampa Bay wins 90-plus games. I think Toronto wins 90-plus, maybe even 100-plus games. Um, health is the biggest issue, and I, I think everybody's going to run into this. I, I Honestly, I think it starts at the lower levels, and you see this in even with everything. You know, baseball players of everybody specialize way too early. I, I run a batting cage here in Connecticut. I have six travel teams, actually seven. Uh, from nine years old to 19 years old, and these kids want to play year-round. And, and, you know, when I was 12, I, I played 20, 30 games in the summer. That was it. Then I was playing basketball, football, soccer, uh, you know, doing track and field. I, I was never specializing when I was young, so I didn't run into problems until I was in my 30s as far as arm-wise. Kids today now, they're breaking down quicker. Basketball, you see the, the girls, especially UConn women, breaking down in their 20s. Uh, you see all the athletes right now start, starting to break down earlier. So I, I just think baseball, it's a health issue. So the, the Blue Jays, the Rays, the Yankees, as long as they can stay healthy, and I'll tell you what, watch out for the Orioles. The Orioles have a great nucleus. I love that Mullins kid. He's a little mm-hmm. older, but uh, he's a great leader on Baltimore. I see Baltimore win 85 to 90 games this year. Um, and, and I think a reason for that is they're not playing 19 in-division games anymore. They're doing 12 and 13. So those six games outside of the division against, like, the weaker central, uh, the, the bottom of the, the barrel guys in the, the American League West and uh, these National League games, um, those are going to benefit teams like the Orioles. Again, uh, Rob Dibble joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, Dibbs, before I let you go, uh, let's look at the other New York team. And, and of course, that is the Mets. Um, unfortunately, in the National League East, I have Atlanta as the one. I think the Mets are going to be competing with the Phillies for that, too. And really, the biggest question for me is, can Max Scherzer and Verlander stay healthy? Really, I, I think they are the straw uh, that stirs this drink, and they will go as their health goes. Agree or disagree? I totally agree. And uh, it's the same thing with the Phillies. I mean, they're, they're not going to put uh, Harper on the IL because they think he's going to be back by May. Um, you know, I think the Phillies have a great lineup. It's going to be pitching. And I, I love Scherzer, and I, I love Berliner. These guys are going to abuse the pitch clock. They're going to be ready to pitch. They now have talked major league baseball into allowing them to do the pitch com where they can they can do location, they can do pitching. See, in my day, when the batter wasn't looking, the pitcher would just put down, you know, two or three fingers uh, or one to what was going to come next. And and so the catcher didn't have to put down a signal. And so now they're going to use the technology to better themselves. And I think that uh, if they can stay healthy, they're they're gonna they're gonna be really good for the Mets this year. But it, you're, you're you nailed it. They're older pitchers. Scherzer was hurt last year. Uh, Verlander, he's been hurt before. If they can get 30 starts out of each of those guys and healthy in September, I think the Mets can go deep in the playoffs. Last one. Uh, I know you said you you've got your eye on uh, on the uh, the Baltimore Orioles. I've got my eye on the Arizona Diamondbacks. Right now, you could get them over 76 and a half wins. They had 74 wins last season, and now they're much better. New pitching coach. They drafted Drew Jones, the number one prospect. Granted, he's in the farm system. I see. I think at some point in time we, we might see him this season. Um, Carroll very well can be competing for the National League Rookie of the Year. 
They've got a great lineup. They've got a ton of depth, starting rotation. Um, Zach Gallen competing possibly for the side, a solid bullpen. I think people are sleeping on this Arizona Diamondbacks team. I'm curious, do you agree or disagree? I think they're going to be a real fun team to watch as well. Young, and I think they're going to be good for a few years coming forward. Dibs? I, I, I see 80-plus wins out of that team. So you're, you're not only an expert on handicapping, you're a good baseball expert too. <laughs> and, and you have an eye. Listen, it's not just about youth. It's good coaching. If you can get good coaching, you see in college basketball right now, where all those number one seeds got just, you know, way the lace before the Elite Eight. Um, you know, that, that's the big deal. Is if somebody can coach you, make adjustments, I think Arizona's got great coaching. Absolutely. Uh, again, uh, Rob Dibble joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. I so appreciate your time. I know very late notice. I, I text you as soon as, uh, or you actually text me, and then I text you back to ask you to be on uh, when the Severino news broke. So I, I really do appreciate it, Dibs. Thank you. No problem. Always good for you, Anita. Take care. You got it. 800-919-3776. Let's take a few calls before we take a break. Let's go to Tony in the Bronx. Tony, welcome in. You want to talk about the Yankees. Your, your thoughts on what uh, Rob Dibble just, uh, just, just shared with us. Yeah, I mean, I like Dibble. I mean, uh, Dibble is always uh, one of my, uh, one of my uh, favorite pitchers out there in the National League. Uh, I, gotta tell you, I don't know about his uh, uh, Orioles uh, prediction. That I don't know, even with the uh, interleague play. Uh, here. Well, he's not saying, well, he's not saying that the Orioles are going to win the division. He's just saying watch out for the Orioles. I'm sure their win total yeah. I'm sure their win total is very low, and so I'm I'm sure what yeah. he's saying is, t- is take the over on the win total, very similar to how uh, what I, I see with the Diamondbacks. Uh, their win yeah. total right now is 76, and, and I, I think I think you can you can really make some good money taking the over there. Yeah, I know he he said he dropped the 85 to 90 on them, but anyway, but on the Yanks, uh, Anita, I gotta tell you, you know, to me, I'm not too uh, concerned with the. Uh, with the pitching rotation. I know we're hurting right now. It's the beginning of the year. It'll step up in May and June. It's never the pitching for us. And it's still, I don't see it still being there. We'll step up on the pitching. We always do. It's the hitting. It's the hitting. I mean, these sluggers out there, they just swing through the fences, and it's just not, no, uh, no one plays. I mean, you know what I mean? It's just no small ball. We don't play that. So it's hard for us, hitting-wise, it's going to be the biggest concern. And I think we're going to talk about that throughout the whole season. I can hit, I can just predict you, Anita, talking about the hitting. We're just slumping again. It always happens. So, for me, the pitching, yes, the injury, Seve being out there. I actually knew that Seve was going to get hurt again. I don't know. I figured that. One thing Dibs did say, uh, which I uh, appreciate him saying, is that he may not be right the rest of his career. That I wasn't even thinking about. So, that could be a point. You know, and it's the same lat, so who knows? Uh, but here we go again. It's the injuries. Always gets us. Uh, Anita, you have a great show. I always listen to you. I'm going to stay tuned all afternoon. I need to keep up the good job. Appreciate it, Tony. 800-919-3776. Uh, we get back. Um, we will take your calls. Mitch, Brian, Ken, Haintyke. Also, we'll hear from Joe Wiz. Uh, we've got four, right? Four, two tonight, two tomorrow, four Elite eight games. What an exciting March Madness this has been. Um, I had Jimmy Patsos on the show earlier today talking about his picks. I will give you mine along with Joe Wiz. I'm sure he's got a number of picks as well. Coming up next here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage, to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Joe Wiz joins us now. Bet Rivers, he's got his own gambling show here on 98.7 ESPN. You can listen to uh, every Sunday morning. Um, and I, I believe, what, Friday, Saturday night? What, when else are you on? Hi, Anita. Joe? Thanks for having me on. Uh, I'm yeah. on Fridays at, uh, fr- Fridays at midnight and Saturday mornings at uh, 8 a.m. There you go. There you go. Um, all right, let's dive into it. March Madness, baby. Got two games tonight. FAU going up against Kansas State. Uh, Kansas State favored by two. The over-under is 144. I don't have true conviction here. I, part of me, like, you know, how do you, how do you gamble against Marquise Noel uh, playing at the Garden, you know, a Harlem guy? I, I, I just, I don't know. I have a hard time with this. Do you have a side here? Yeah, absolutely. Um, when you take a look at it here, Kansas State, I mean, they've done nothing but, you know, with this defense here, they've done a really good job. They shut down Michigan State. They needed overtime. But they've pretty much dominated the whole game here. And, uh, you know, head coach Jerome Tang has done a really good job. The Owls, 34 wins in here. They have the most division wins out of any team in all of college basketball. And they're right from your neck of the woods down there in Boca Raton, right? But uh, we're going with the spread to schedule here. We're going with Kansas State, minus the two. I like K-State here. Um, you know, my only question and reservation is Marquise Noel does have a sprained ankle. We don't know how, you know, if there's any issues with it. I don't think there is. Um, and if there isn't, I'm expecting the strength of schedule. Um, I'm expecting K-State to move on and uh, knock off the Owls. Um, the Owls are on the ropes against Tennessee. They had to have a big run uh, on Thursday. They'll come back and get to Tennessee. And, you know, they did a really good job. They out-rebounded Tennessee, which is unusual because the Vols usually dominate that side, 40 to 36. But if, if Noel is 100% or even 90%, I think K-State moves on. Uh, and then, of course, later on tonight, 845, UConn going up against Gonzaga. A lot of people feel that this very well could be the national championship. Both these teams, excellent. UConn favored by two. They're 12-1 uh, they're against the spread. 
non-conference, um, and they are 8-2 against the spread their last 10 games. Gonzaga looked great against UCLA. Not a lot of people anticipated them to uh, to beat and upset UCLA. But Gonzaga, um, I'm sorry, UConn is favored by two. The over-under is 153.5. What's your play here? Yeah, when you take a look at it here, Gonzaga, basically, you know, they're one of the, they, they've gone over 22 times under uh, just 14 times this season. They're one of the highest scoring teams in all of college basketball. They're very fortunate to beat UCLA last week. The Bruins did have a one-point lead with just 12 seconds remaining in the game when Julian Shreda had that three-point shot. Um, Hurley's going to have to come up with a game plan to shut down Timmy. Um, Cronin, uh, the head coach of UCLA, refused to double-team uh, refused to double team Timmy, and I think that uh, the Huskies are well-balanced. I think Sonogo um, will be able to match up well with, with, with Timmy. I'm looking for the UConn Huskies to advance here. I'm looking for them to knock off Gonzaga and um, hoping that it's not that high of a scoring game because that favors Gonzaga. Huskies have gone under five of the last six games, but I think they have a better team. They're more balanced. Uh, even strength of schedule is better. Um, I like UConn to advance and knock off Gonzaga. Looking ahead to tomorrow's matchup, 220 tip-off, Creighton going up against San Diego State. San Diego State taking out a number one in Bama. Creighton is favored, though, here, minus one and a half. The over-under is 220, is um, not 220. I don't I don't have the over-under here in front of me, unfortunately. I got you. Uh, I'm always here to help you, Anita, here. Total of 133 and a half. 220 is is tip-off. 220 is tip. We're, we're, ta- we're talking college hoops, not NBA. Anyway, um, so so what what is the over under? A 133 and a half. And all we have okay. to do, Anita, a San, San Diego. I know you've given out the under. I've heard, I've heard you numerous times at San Diego State in the past. Um, San Diego State has got under 11 straight times, including when they beat Alabama yesterday, 71-64. These two teams are evenly matched. I'm expecting a dogfight, low-scoring game. It's hard to ignore this trend here. Even Creighton. Creighton's gone over on just 17 times and have gone under 18 times here. San Diego State is built on defense. If it's a high-scoring game that does not favor them, I'm expecting this to be a low-scoring game. Play the total under under the 133 and a half, 11 street unders for San Diego State. I'm expecting the total to go under as well. Yeah, their defense is just so damn good. Uh, last but not least, uh, tomorrow evening, five o'clock, early af- late afternoon, um, early evening. UM going up against Texas. Uh, so um, the over/under here is 145 and a half. And let me see what the line is right now. And Texas favored by four against University of Miami. Nobody, everybody just keeps on downing University of Miami. They just took down Houston. What side are you on here? Yeah, when you look at it here, nobody really takes a look at Miami and the body of work they've done in the ACC, um, 28-7, and 20-14 against the spread. We know what Texas has done as well. Texas has been very, very good this year. Um, they've done under six of the last eight games here. Anita, I'm expecting this game to go right down to the wire. I'm going to take the four points here right now. Um, I think these two teams are evenly matched, and uh, nobody gives respect to Miami. They just beat the number two seed overall, the Houston Cougars. They beat Indiana. They beat a good Drake team here. And I know Texas, these two teams are evenly matched. I mean, maybe in the offensive end, it might even give a little bit of an edge to the Canes here. So I'm going to look at taking the four points with Miami uh, in this game. All right, let's turn our attention. Joe is joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, thank you, Bet Rivers. Let's turn our attention to some NBA action. Knicks fans watching to see what happens with the Miami Heat. 
um, because, you know, obviously them and uh, in, in the Knicks, too close for comfort in regards to that fifth and that sixth, sixth seed. The Miami Heat are lane six at home against the Brooklyn Nets, who've lost uh, their last, what, three, something like that, or maybe their last five. Uh, 220 and a half is the over-under. What's your play in this one? Yeah, you, know, you take a look at it here. Brooklyn played very competitively against the Cavs on Thursday. I took them, uh, I had them plus four in that game. The line dropped to three. Uh, Cleveland won the game, 116, 114, but Brooklyn covered. I mean, obviously, since the trades, Brooklyn has not been the same team. They've been under 500. But Miami Heat cannot be trusted in either as a home favorite. Overall, this season, Miami has the worst spread record. Them and the Mavericks. And you saw what happened to the Mavericks yesterday as double digit favorites. They lost outright. So Miami right now is 28. 44 and two against the spread. That's 39 percent only they cover. Um, I have no choice here but to take Brooklyn plus the six points here. Miami cannot be trusted. They are the them and the Mavericks. Stay away from them whenever they're favorites. They are the two worst spread teams in all of NBA. Last one for you. Interesting one. Uh, you've got the 76ers in Phoenix to take on the Phoenix Suns. Uh, the Phoenix favored by one and a half. Um, you know, I'm not sure what you're hearing about KD. I'm hearing that he should be returning soon. Is it tonight? Is it tomorrow? Is it Monday? The over-under is 225, but the Phoenix Suns favored here against the 76ers. Big red flag for me. I wonder if KD, if, if this is his return game. What say you? Well, you know, I don't think he's going to play tonight, but maybe you might find out more. And, you know, we hear about a lot in the NBA with these game-time decisions. The other portion of it is both of these teams are coming off of games last night. Philly had a grueling game against Golden State yesterday. They went right down to the wire, was tied, and then uh, uh, Golden State pulled away late here. Harden is a question mark here. I don't think he's going to play tonight either. Harden hasn't played the last couple of games, and um, I don't think he's going to play. And sometimes with MB, um, you know, you don't know what you're going to get because they're preparing for the playoffs. But it's an important game for Philadelphia right now because it's tied with Boston for the number two seed here. The best bet here is without the speculation, without knowing your Harden status right now, he's a game time decision, KD situation, which I don't think he'll play. The safest bet here, Anita, is to go over when Phoenix plays. They've gone over nine of the last ten games. Over nine, over nine of the last ten is too much, uh, you know, with too many uncertainties on both sides of the ball. The safer bet to me would be to play over this game here between the Suns and Sixers and let them just run up and down the court, and we can count our money needed uh, so we can make some money for the Kentucky Derby, which is just a few Saturdays away, right? Yeah, that's true. Uh, Joe, thank you so much. Always great having you on. Good luck with all your picks and your plays. Thank you very much. You got it. Joe is uh, Bet Rivers. Make sure you tune into him bright and early tomorrow morning uh, right here on 90.7 ESPN. Um, uh, quick break. We come back. My last segment with you for another 15 minutes. Uh, Mitch, I see you from East Windsor. You're holding on. I'll get to your calls. You want to chime in? Last thoughts on whether it's the Jets and their situation with Aaron Rodgers, the Yankees, and the unfortunate uh, information and announcement today from Aaron Boone that uh, Severino is injured and will start the season on the IL. Um, I'll bring you up to speed on uh, what's going on with the match play at the Dell Championship, and also I will give you my picks and my plays for tonight's uh, NCAA March Madness action. All that coming your way next right here on 90.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. 
If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anita Marks with you for another seven minutes. Gordon Damer picks up where I leave off. He'll have all the latest for you. I'm sure he'll talk about uh, the Yankees, uh, his thoughts on Severino's injury, um, as well as uh, the latest situation with the Jets, where they stand right now with Aaron Rodgers. All the things uh, I'm sure will be coming your way with Gordon Damer. Let's go to Mitch in East Windsor. Mitch, welcome in. How are you doing this afternoon? How you doing, Anita? Thanks for taking my call. Hey, with, Hi. with the American League East, I, I think Toronto is going to give the Yankees a handful. Their lineup is uh, pretty awesome. They, they have mm-hmm. a lot of power, a lot of pop in that lineup. But I want to know, you think uh, I'd love to see Aaron Judge break his own record, and I think he should be bent third. He's getting more RBIs at that position, I think. Thanks for taking my call. You got it. You got it. I thought Mitch wanted to talk NCAA, wanted to talk Dodgers, whatever else. What, what, where's, where's, where's all the, th- I think you wanted to talk about all the things, all the things. Um, really quick, I did want to mention this. Um, we're sitting here talking, I know we spent a lot of time talking about the Jets. Uh, guys, and in, in, in Harvey and Joe, uh, get your thoughts on this. The over under right now in regard to win total for the Jets is nine and a half. I've already gone to the window. I've played the over because I do believe this Aaron Rodgers, I, I do believe this Aaron Rodgers um, get is going to happen. I just don't think – the Jets don't have any other – I mean, do they have options? Yes. But options that are going to um, make them be relevant and potentially win the division and, and get after trying to win a Super Bowl, uh, not unless they get Aaron Rodgers. Like, to me, it's Aaron Rodgers or bust. And bust being Carson Wentz, trading for uh, Ryan Tannehill. What's that going to do for you? You're lucky to finish third in the division. So I do believe the Aaron Rodgers thing is going to happen. And the over-under right now at, at win total is 9.5. They play, obviously, their division, which I think if they get Aaron Rodgers, I think they'll be solid uh, in regard to beating the Patriots and the Dolphins. You know, maybe they split with Buffalo. Uh, they're taking on the AFC East, where I think the Eagles are going to take a step back. I think there's going to be some regression there. They lost some some good players to free agency. I've never been a, a big uh Dallas Cowboy Dak fan. I'm just not. Um, and of course, Washington is Washington. They do play the AFC West, which I think is going to be really tough. I think Denver is going to be better. Uh, I think the Chargers, if they could stay healthy, can can compete. Obviously, they got Kansas City there. And then their other three games outside of those divisions, the Texans, Atlanta, and Cleveland, which I'm not sold on Deshaun Watson in the Cleveland Browns. So I think the Jets, with Aaron Rodgers, very well can go 3-0 and there. So 
Right now, this win total is nine and a half. I think once the deal gets consummated, consummated, consummated with Aaron Rodgers, I think that win total goes up to ten and a half. So I would jump on this now. What say you? You guys, you guys playing the over here at nine and a half? No, I'd keep it at nine if possible. I'm not. That's tough, man. They still ten games. Yeah, ten games ten with games that defense is... and Aaron Rodgers. So what? And the moves that they made in this division. Ten oh, games is on. not easy to to just pull off and just be like cool. Ten games is hard to win, you know. Like you're talking about, wow. you're talking about possibly being like a two seed if you get ten plus ten plus wins out of that team. Remember, they still need another defensive lineman. Cool, they got two nice corners. They still need another linebacker. Who's your backup in case Rogers goes down? Is Brees Hall going to be good to start the season? And who's going to uh, be opposite of Gary Wilson once he gets double covered this year? What do you mean? Odell Beckham Jr. Come on, dude. You're going to go with... Oh, so that's the guarantee, Odell Beckham Jr.? I'm listen, not as I just, British as you I, are Listen, I don't... With Aaron Rodgers and that defense and what they've done so far, I just... I, I, I believe they get Aaron Rodgers. He stays healthy. I, I think this Jets team can win 10 games. Anyway, I just wanted to share that with you. The over-under right now is 9.5. Uh, once the deal is made and it's announced, I have a feeling that win total is going to go up to 10.5. Just my two cents. Just my two cents. Um, I only have about two minutes left in the show, so I want to give you my picks and my plays for tonight. FAU going up against Kansas State. Kansas State lane two against FAU. The over-under is 144. I have a lean towards the over here. I think this is going to be a very fast-paced basketball game. And I'm going to lay the points with Kansas State. and, And I don't have a lot of conviction here. This isn't my best play, okay? But I just have a hard time going up against Marquise Noel, I just do. Like, like this is a dream. This is a storybook. This is a storybook that we're that we're we're reading right now. Uh, you know, growing up in Harlem, hands down, like one shiny moment. Fifty percent of the highlight reel is going to be of Noel. It's it, it should be. It has to be. I just have a hard time um, going up against him, especially at the Garden. So I'm going to lay the points with I'm going to lay the points with Kansas State, but again I wouldn't be surprised if F- FAU wins, um, and also I'm leaning towards the over here, just FYI. Uh, UConn going up against Gonzaga, I love the over there. That's my play um, at 153 and a half, and I will lay the points with UConn. I just think UConn is the better team. Um, I think this is going to be a great game. I think it's going to come down to the wire. I love Drew Timmy. Love watching him play, uh, but. I just think UConn is going to dominate in regard to rebounding, which was not the case with UCLA, and I think was the big, really big reason why Gonzaga beat UCLA uh, was they dominated uh, the rebounding, especially offensive rebounding. UCLA did not have a lot of second-chance shots. So I'll lay the points with UConn. I love the over in that game. And, oh, by the way, here's actually here's my favorite play tonight in the FAU-Kansas State game. Noel, over 30.5 points rebounds, and assists combined. He had 19 assists last game. (laughs) 19. Marinating that. So I'm going 30 and a half over par. Points, assists, and rebounds for Noel. That's my best bet in that FAU-Kansas State game. Uh, By the way, I'm back tomorrow morning. Hi. High noon? No. 9 a.m. Bright and early. Tobin Anderson, new head coach of Iona is going to join us on the program bright and early at 9.30. Excited to get him on. Way to go, coach. Moke Hamilton talking some NBA. David Sampson, former uh, Major League Baseball executive president of the Marlins, 
is going to join us as well. And of course, all you fantastic folks who listen to the program. So I'll see you tomorrow morning, bright and early, 9 a.m. Harvey, Joe, thank you. Appreciate you two dudes. Uh, like doing the show with you each and every Saturday afternoon. Stay tuned. Gordon Damer comes your way next right here on 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.